Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on a football Monday. It is Dave Sturgio, Chris Gucci, and of course, A5 Anthony behind the glass here at Chop Studios. A fantastic football Sunday for most of us. Uh, a fantastic Thursday uh, Thanksgiving slate. I know you did tune in on a Friday to our preview for the uh, Week 12 Sunday slate, but now I'm here to actually show you some enthusiasm because the Dallas Cowboys are 8-3. So I wasn't able to do that on Friday, uh, but I am excited about that. Anyway, we'll get into a lot of stuff. The NFL Week 12 slate uh, delivered in in certain ways and, and, and at least gave us an idea of what's to come, maybe? A little bit of yeah, little, yeah. Little extra I mean, something. I just worked myself up into a, a, like a mini rage over here as I'm looking at certain players' share prices in relation to other players' share prices. And we're going to be talking about all these guys today. Are you angry? It Are just you? so happens. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm angry. I, I more so feel like... I just found myself a nice little opportunity. Okay. That's how we're going to put that one. All right, good. I mean, I have talked about it in the past on this show. Mm -hmm. We'll get into it in a few. All right, cool. I don't want to spoil it. All right, sounds good. Uh, a lot of stuff went down in the NFL. Denver, I mean, again, woof, they just they can't get it right. you got defensive tackles yelling at Russ now. Uh, so I think that the – was it was small, it supposed to be motivation? or small like Small part of me feels bad. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, I just looked like it looked like Russ, like, it all finally came to a head. Yeah. And he's like, all right, I guess the ship sailed. What do you think? He's, do you think Russ was like, pass, pass, pass? Got to yell runner pass, or was it the let's ride? On the, like, did he whisper to him? That's what people have said it, you know? Like, he was like, Gotta you yell know, runner pass. You know, MF, run. MF, four letter word, four letter word. And Russ is like, all right, all right, let's ride. <laughs> so Russ loses again. That's a bad situation. Uh, let's see. We did say on Friday to go long on all the Dolphins. Um, I think that was a, a decent play. I think the Dolphins scored a bunch of points. Tua actually came out in the third quarter, or late third quarter, early fourth. Uh, because they're up handily, and all of a sudden the Texans started to inch their way back into the into the game, some life, uh, but nothing to avail there. Tua never really had to get things going again, so that no, was fine. No, Tom Brady served up another L. That's that's big news. I mean, like that division. He's finally lost as a divorcee. Yes, it's finally yes. So that's a big or mojo movement as well. I think he's a divorcee. 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 I think it's divorcee. But like, is there a divorcer and a divorcee? The one or who issues both? it is the divorcer. Yeah, but I think I guess he's a divorcee because I don't think in any event he's a loser. Yeah, <laughs> on Sunday, so another big L from Tom Brady. Uh, that's a big one because Brady. Cleveland again with nothing to play for. I do that all the I don't, time. What you don't you trip yourself up on the on the? We've mirror? had this conversation. Yeah, we have at length actually. Um, anyway, Cincinnati they get out of the Tennessee with a win, another win without Jamar Chase. So that's interesting to say the least. Um, and no Joe Mixon. And no Joe, right. And uh, Samaj P. Ryan getting things gun, uh, going over there in Cincinnati, so they get a win there. Uh, the Commanders uh, have officially entered the chat as far as a playoff team. Now, all four NFC East playoff teams, or at least NFC East teams, are in the playoffs if the playoffs started today. I don't know if that's going to last just based off of what I watched yesterday. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, and I guess the you could say the Cardinals stink. Uh, they blow another lead and uh, yeah, I don't know. The press conference was left to be desired. Who's, for uh, who, the only the only thing that's up in the air, I would say, is Atlanta, Tampa. I feel like the playoff picture in the NFC is. I hate to say this, it's crystallized. Of, is it done? I mean, you're looking at who who has the outside chance? Detroit? No. Do they? Green Bay? We were talking so about. So seven they and don't. five is the last seed right now, and I believe right behind them are six win teams. So I think I think there's still some. Hope for other teams. I just don't know who we're off the top of my head. I don't think there is any six-win teams. The Rams, we're, we're going to the NFC. The NFC West uh, East is all in. 
as of now. Yeah, yeah. No, I knew right? that already. And then, and then it's Seattle. After that, Washington, no. Yeah, Detroit with four wins. Seattle. All right, so the loser of the NFC West is going to compete for one of those spots. So that, that's that's the biggest. Detroit, Seattle. if Detroit could like get them, uh, themselves in the mix, I think Seattle beat up on Detroit. Yeah, already. I don't know, man. NFC looks a little bleak uh, for those like that I are said, in the, the playoff in picture. The, hunt. the playoff picture looks like it's all but set. The big win yesterday was Atlanta losing to Washington because that really was one of the games where you could say, okay, Atlanta could put themselves in the mix with a win here. It would have even the record. Yeah, but they're up. still in the to- the conversation for the division. They're a half game out. Exactly. Yeah. But point being is if that if that flips, the division flips, then Washington still it was still a big game in terms of the NFC playoff picture yesterday. Yeah. Top movers. Um. Anyway, so we got to get into some. Top movers uh, from yesterday. And, of course, the game that's most fresh in our heads is watching Jalen Hurts run all over the Packers. Uh, and, again, no, no, not to dig on you is, is, is you know, I just don't want to do that. Uh, not on a Monday, at least. But Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles, over 350 yards on the ground. But the, the biggest story, obviously, Jalen Hurts, just this, this, time, this time last year, guys, he's up 64%. And, by the way, he's got a 10-time multiplier. And, by the way, he's the one making me some – cheddar over on my portfolio and i i strongly suggest if, if you're the guy that's in on jalen hurts now or were it's one of those guys that you you just that's a set and forget you know what yeah, i mean like he's gonna I, keep I've delivering talking about it i still think two is vastly undervalued i think jalen hurts is still vastly undervalued you're looking at the mvp odds i think he should be passing josh allen at this point I mean, based off of what I've seen Josh Allen do in the last couple of weeks, yeah. I mean, I, they, they have won two in a row. I get that. But I, he's thrown fine. bad picks, and they had a, a little hiccup in the two red games in a row. Yeah, yeah. So I would say with Jalen Hurts, they stumbled a little bit as well, but they still only have one loss. And in the game that they stumbled, they almost won. Right? It Very was true. the Washington game. They had yeah. a couple things go against them late. Uh, the Quez Watkins fumble, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you're looking at him in comparison to the other quarterbacks that he's competing with in terms of MVP and – He's the best. They have the best team in the NFL right now. I think Jalen Hurts clearly undervalued. And Tua, what do these guys got to do? He didn't even move up one percent. I understand it was the Texans, but they benched him after. Benched him is the wrong they word. They gave him the rest of the day off. They rested him. They <laughs> rested, rested him from right. the third quarter on. So, I mean, Tua and Hurts, you got to be in on these two. Yeah, and just just stat line, not as you know crazy through the air. Jalen Hurts, one hundred fifty three yards, there two was touchdowns. No need. There was no need for it because he ran. 17 times for 157 yards. He averaged nine yards a carry. The Green Bay rush defense was just, honestly, there was nowhere to be found. I honestly feel like he could have ran for 250 yards if they would have just dialed it up every single time because there was simply no answer. He had 100 yards in the first quarter. First oh, quarter. God. Yeah, you're right. Jeez. 100 rush yards in the first quarter, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that's that's tough sledding. Yeah, it was um, hard to watch. It's the hardest brand of football to watch if you're a fan of a team is to that just watch them not be able to make tackles. If you had, yeah, I was going to say missed tackles point, was Getting rough. to the point in the backfield several times. I understand not being able to to bring a quarterback down when he's scrambling, but these are pretty much run plays. So Yeah, you know. I mean, this is just, they had a lot of these guys dead to rights in the backfield, and wonder, then all of a sudden just kept if, going. if coordinators are going to be on the market with these coaches because short Joe Barry, the defensive coordinator for the Packers. If so, 
definitely short that dude. Which high profile name do you want this time? I mean, you you went out and got Pistachio, who was give the me, interim coach. Give me for those special teams. Zero high. Pro- you got yourself a special teams or uh, guy a returner. Look yeah, good. Yeah, he's all right. He's all right. We'll That's see. about the we'll only see thing how it plays good. out. They'll probably <laughs> cut him after. There the is season. one thing, the little little tiny little shriver glimmer of hope for the Packers, and that is Jordan Love. Now, Jordan Love last night. Um, look, you said it a couple weeks ago. You did. So if anybody listened to Chris a couple weeks ago, you would have hit this spike um, because of the fact that you said that, look, Rodgers is banged up. It's been a whole year where he's been banged up. There's, there's, It's not looking good for Aaron Rodgers' health and longevity going forward. So you're like, you might want to sprinkle a couple bucks over on Jordan Love. Sure enough, last night, a couple hits later, I... Listen, Aaron Rodgers has broke my heart more times than I can even count, right? He did it again this year in particular, which, again, the, the Packers are 4-8. and eight, All of a sudden, the one big win is against Dallas, and it's just it eats away at me. However, as a human, I felt terrible for this guy yesterday. He was wincing after every throw. I was like, it is time, bro. It is time. Nobody's going to question your legacy at this point, Aaron. You just just take, take right off into the sunset. And now I'm hearing, oh, I'll be fine. I'm playing against Chicago. I'm like, dude, you don't have to. Like, let's see what this kid's got. And then Jordan Love gets the call. And then all of a sudden, he's slinging it, man. And even the, the I think there was a drop by Aaron, uh, Aaron Jones to on yeah. the out route. Yeah. That was a beautifully thrown ball. Back shoulder. Right? So, what have you seen out of Jordan Love? Are you optimistic that this guy could be the dude? Because right now, if you look at Jordan Love's, uh, you know, his, his, his percentage, obviously, he's he's $5.56. He's super cheap. Let's talk about this. And he's a three-time multiplier if you want him. So and last is, night, he's up significantly. This is where the disrespect starts and ends right here. All right, look. So Jordan Love, Jaron Hall, and Dylan Gabriel. College quarterbacks. That's the two people that are sandwiching. Jordan Love. Mm. And now I'm I'm not saying that I'm a college football enthusiast by any stretch. I do watch, I do bet on the games and you know, the bigger players and as they were approaching draft season, I'll know I'll know a few yeah, a player or two. The, the research will pick but up. But I don't know who these guys are, right? Mm-hmm. And I know Jordan Love's been in the NFL now for this is his third season. He has some bank value. He's he's only played in two three NFL games that are worth noting. Started one. Started right? one. And that was a road game against the Chiefs, and they only lost by one point. Now, Jordan Love got blitzed heavily in that game. Every single play, he was under duress. Uh, Spagnuolo did a good job, but they only lost one by one point on the road, so he did enough to keep them in the game, and they had chances to win that game late, right? This season, he went four for five in a little bit of a garbage time right, against the Vikings, but not bad, 65 yards. And then yesterday, we all saw what he looked like. He only had two incompletions that I thought were his fault, but one of them was even just like kind of the play. It was smart to throw it away. 10 for 14, 188 yards, and a touchdown on the season so far. You know, on the road against Kansas City, on the road in a tough spot against Philly. I like You would like to see what this guy could do at home. I would like to see what Jordan Love could do at home, but I'm, I'm pleased to see that there's been progress. Each time I've seen Jordan Love play, you know, you expected the struggles in his first start against Kansas City on the right. road, right? You expected him to struggle. Maybe even he didn't even dress in his rookie season, but the progression's been there. In preseason this year, he did well. They right? touted that his he was leaps and bounds better than last Devondre year. You have Devondre Campbell saying that he's a starting quarterback in the NFL right now. And guess what? Aaron Rodgers is in practice with him. And everybody's saying that Aaron Rodgers is going to retire. He doesn't look interested. I mean— Well, keep in mind, just, just sidebar, every Wednesday, Aaron Rodgers gets off. Guess who— get, Huh? Yeah, that's that's Jordan what I'm Love's every, getting to work with the ones every week this year. And look, but Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers knowing what Jordan Love is capable of doing. If Jordan Love, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to be Aaron Rodgers, if that makes sense, because the same, same situation happening. happened with Brett Favre. 
then he needs to stay on the field. And he saw him look pretty good yesterday. I know that the Packers are handcuffed. They really can't move off of Rodgers unless there's a trade. But guess what? <laughs> you know, Aaron Rodgers, and it, I think the Packers would definitely trade him if they had reason to believe that Jordan Love, let's say Rodgers is hurt for a couple more weeks, and Jordan Love lights it up. Do you think that there's a guarantee that Green Bay moves forward with Rodgers next year? Well, I just want to say this. It just Tom Pelissero of NFL Network came out with a tweet last night. Almost 15 years ago to the day, November 29, 2007, Aaron Rodgers replaced an injured Brett Favre in Dallas and set the stage for the transition for the following year. Jordan Love replaces an injured Rodgers in Philly, promptly threw a 63-yard touchdown pass. A little bit more, right? Ready for this? From my friend RJ Ochoa over at Blogging the Boys. Um Thinking a little bit more uh, symmetry between between the moments is amazing. Rodgers was in his third uh, third year. Love is in his third year. The Packers were on the road for both games facing an NFC East leader that was 9-1 and one at the moment and a wild card play. It's just crazy how history yeah. kind of repeats itself. Yeah. But look, Jordan Love, it was exciting to watch, man. The only I mean, difference between that season, though, was that the Packers finished 13-3 and three, and they did lose a home game. They hosted the NFC Championship that year. The Packers aren't hosting anything in the playoffs this year. <laughs> Maybe a couple home games the rest of the year. And I will say this though, and I want to I do want to touch on one thing before we move on to off this topic. There was a there was a tweet made by Mojo, mm-hmm. someone in the Mojo's Twitter department, mm-hmm. made a tweet saying that <clears throat> Tom, wow, the Packers <laughs> the Packers really drafted Jordan Love and passed up on Michael Pittman Jr. and T Higgins. And I made a comment on said tweet it's the only tweet that I ever got any action on. I think like three or four people looked at it, right? <laughs> it's, this is breaking news here, right? folks. I got a little bit of action. I said I wouldn't trade Jordan Love for either player right now. And I still, I'll stand by that. T you double Higgins, down? T. Higgins is about to get paid, uh-huh. right? Jordan Love's a quarterback. And Michael Pittman Jr. is... Michael Pittman Jr. is dealing with two bad quarterbacks in a, in a row. Like with Carson Wentz and now into Matt and Ryan. And Jordan Love is dealing with like a Hall of Famer playing in front of him. So who would you rather be, folks? Vote now. <laughs> it's like I I'm not don't know. saying at the time of the draft pick, I would have taken uh, T. Higgins. Yeah, of course, one hundred percent, thousand percent. And I would have taken Pittman uh, in hindsight over the two years we could have used him, right? But now, as it stands, no way. And Ooh. even reinforced it with that play yesterday. <laughs> no way. Also, Christian Watson. Scores a touchdown every game. <laughs> every game. Also but, drops a pass every game. Yeah, literally had zero going into like two, three weeks ago. Now he's leading he's the, the NFL. New, and he's the new like, T.O. Unbelievable. All right, let's get on the local front, right? Because everybody, we, we talked about it on Friday. We had the whole we don't know thing, but we actually found out very quickly that the Jets were moving on, at least temporarily, from Mr. Zach Wilson. Now, Zach Wilson it was our guy for a little while, right? We're like, this is it. Get in on him. Local front. Everybody jump on the mojo train. The hype train is real. Zach Wilson bench. Boom. There goes his stock. Now, what do we do with Mike White? I was like, well, how about Joe Flacco? And Joe Flacco was like, mm, nah, I'm good, man. I'll just back up. and Just give me the headset. I'm good. So now Mike White's season is upon us. And again, the, the question is this. He goes 22 for 28, 315 yards, three touchdowns, a 78% completion percentage. The guy absolutely slaughtered his debut this year, right? My question is this. Is it Mike White's season or is it we played the Bears? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, his big numbers, he's got a three-time multiplier, by the way. He could have been up, ready for this, 90% yesterday yeah. if you had a three-time multiplier. On. Yeah. Unreal game out of Mike White. But is it is it Mike White's season or is it Mike White just beat the brakes off the Bears? I think 
a combination of the two. One, it's just it is not Zach Wilson season, right? So <laughs> that's that's yeah, it. Yeah, it's like Fox the Bears him, went hibernating. Fox that's it. Dirty with that graphic. I, I, I missed the graphic. It was like last week's uh, second half offense, and they literally showed a graphic two inches per play. Oof. Man. That was a tough look wah, for Zach. Wah. And honestly, I think we could finally call him Zach now. If anybody <laughs> knows, there's like legend has it. There was a there was a situation on this show where I I made graphics for Zach Wilson and I spelled it with an H. Yeah. Right? No, I think you'd spelled it with a K and it's with an H. And oh, that's why we call correct. him Zach. So he's he's actually Zach Wilson. Now I added the T. He's one thousand percent Zach Wilson. I just botched that joke. But anyway, not as big of a joke as Zach Wilson. Oh, and not as big of a joke as the um as how I see like too close to the each other in share prices with Jordan Love and Mike White. Mike White. That's what really made undrafted. Me Cowboys picked him up, had him on the practice squad for a little while. The Jets make a move and they've made a, a, a legend. Do you know who's going to be the quarterback for the New York Jets next year? Uh Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Mr. Jimmy Jerop- Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> I was going to say Garoppolo. But Jimmy uh, him G, too. he's he's like the tailor-made perfect quarterback for this situation. He's It's interesting. Coming- Robert Sal is a 49er guy. He's running that Jets offense very similar to the way the um, – I mean, LaFleur is definitely under that same cloth. So mm-hmm. it makes it makes sense. Bring over the quarterback that you know is down to hand the ball off a ton of times and could make plays in a pinch. He's 10-2 and two when he has zero touchdown passes. Right? That's Jimmy G. That's will be all right. Football. I think that as good as Mike White looked – we could we could chalk it up to a Taylor Heineke situation where Taylor Heineke's came in and he played good in playoff games – He's played good in spurts, and then he's in playing this, good right now. Pa- this past off season, they brought in Carson Wentz to replace him. It's called a mistake. It is called a mistake. Uh, but the point that uh, I'm making I'll is miss that a lot more Mike mistakes from gonna, that franchise. You're not gonna you're not gonna look you're not gonna avoid looking for a quarterback in the offseason because you have Mike White. Much so much the similar situation to where is like Taylor Heineke. You're not gonna same same deal. They're not gonna just anoint him the job in the offseason. They're gonna look to replace him as well. And they're they're dying to play Zach Wilson, it seems, honestly. Like they're not gonna just let this ride out and him not play. Mike White's the only thing struggle. I wanted to see was every time that the Jets scored a big touchdown, Mike White was going absolutely ham. I just wanted them to pan over to Zach Wilson, they, see if he was at least clapping. He was not happy. It's over. He right? was not happy. <laughs> it's a, you know Zach what? Wilson was not so happy. So apparently, from what I'm yep, I'm getting word right now that there is a Mike White statue being built right outside of MetLife. And a little bit better than the Washington it's, Commander well, statue about Sean Taylor, my God. Is, the funny thing is, they actually have a place for it, the Mike White statue. They built one last year after they <laughs> went against Cincinnati, and then the next week they had to knock it down. So then they were like, oh, so well, the, where, the, where should the, we put this new one? Planted. It's like, we'll just put the statue right where we put that last one. And then next week when he gets his... We'll knock that one down as well. Right? And then Jordan Love might actually get some respect in the Mojo. Wow. Market. All right. So it's basically Jordan Love versus Mike White. Battle to the death. All right. So moving on. Oh, by the, by the way, also can't can't not talk about Garrett Wilson. An unbelievable game out of him as well. Um, five catches, 95 yards. He catches it's two like, touchdowns. Take your pick at which rookie receiver is going to be the best. They're every really, week, every week is somebody else. You're right. Garrett Wilson was quiet for a couple times, and maybe that's because of Zach. Um, but, you know, now he's back. And even Elijah Moore getting involved. Did you hear, by the way, did you hear that press conference? Or at least his, his media availability, Elijah Moore? No. Okay, so you know how OBJ has a uh, relationship with a kicking net back in the day, right? Remember when he got fighting? What happened with OBJ yesterday? Eh, he fell know? asleep. Everybody's getting mad. 
<laughs> Jerry and Joe is like, I don't care what that boy does. <laughs> Get on the big he brings star. Brings that price tag. Probably Jerry Jones yeah. spread the rumor. Had him arrested. <laughs> yeah, right. Arrest him. Get him off the plane right now. <laughs> bad uh, news, bad news in the media. It's yeah, like, right. Bring the contract down. A couple million dollars off. Um, no, but what I was going to say is, what was I going to say? Oh, Elijah Moore, right? He catches a big ball, and he, he's he's balling out last night, too. And he said that he... he How big? He, uh, what? Big catch? Big ball. Big ball. Uh, but anyway, so he said that he has a relationship with the ball, and he misses her. And he said he had a conversation with her yesterday and kissed her and said, like, oh, I'll be back. Don't you worry. And sure enough, you know, Mike White is the matchmaker. He, he gets the ball back in Elijah Moore's hand. So shout out to Mike White. Just matchmaker, shout MVP out, shout candidate. Shout out to Elijah Moore for making it weird. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Needed to hear that this morning. Definitely I was like, didn't I didn't hear, hear that. It. No, what did he say? And then I was like, well. <laughs> Go on. Tell me all about I it. Wish I didn't ask. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> good. Yes, so, so another guy that we actually kind of questioned on this show a couple times was the performance and leadership and attitude and character of one Trevor Lawrence. Now, Trevor Lawrence doesn't control the play calling. I'm sure he wasn't the one barking up Doug Peterson's tree saying, go for two, I want this. Oh, he was. Oh, doubtful. But he wasn't saying it like that. No, he probably always said, hey, man, just go for two if you want. I mean, we could probably do this. Or not. (laughs) I don't care. Or just whatever, you know. But no, Trevor Lawrence has himself a day. But the biggest focus is on the guy that was catching up balls from him, and that's Zay Jones. Zay Jones, dude, something to be said about Zay. 14 targets. 11 catches for 145 yards. He's up um, 30% from this point last year. So Zay Jones all of a sudden. Now, do you are you in on a Zay Jones because of the fact that you spend all that money on Christian Kirk, right? You do have a balanced running game when Antiani is healthy. Um, Trevor Lawrence may or may not be that dude right now, but Zay Jones, he's catching balls. So, yeah, he's, yeah, he's playing a little above his pay grade, which is a good thing mm-hmm. because – Eventually, I think, well, when you're playing above your pay grade, you're not a risk to be cut, right? Right. So they brought him in. He's 27. He's he's not really like the blue chipper, but if you look at the the way Derek Carr was talking about him last year, when Loved he had him. that game winner. Loved him. So he's liked by his teammates. He's universally liked in the locker room. That's a good thing. And the numbers, man, like you talked about the 14 targets yesterday, that's two straight games with 10 or more and three in the last five, right? That's pretty good. But we're talking Trevor Lawrence here, right? Trevor Lawrence, 16 touchdowns and six picks, two 300-yard games, two games. So he's quietly having himself a decent season. We talk about the Justin Fields, the Zach Wilsons of the world, (laughs) right? Who is the quarterback in this class? Like, Is there a good one? And as recent as a couple weeks back, I said, I'm not so sure about Trevor Lawrence. Maybe even last week, probably NFL Films had a little bit to do with it, but, (laughs) you know, that mic'd up thing, I just can't get over it. Can't get over it. The fact that he's not not a high-energy guy. But in, in my fantasy leagues that I'm in, the one that I'm commissioning, I looked this morning. He's the number 10 overall quarterback. Fraudulent league, by the way. Anyway. Why? Because you suck in it? Yeah, I'm not doing very well. I, I'm going to cut down <laughs> leagues next year. Next year, my goal is to run my own, like I have for the last like 20 years, and do the mojo. <laughs> That's it. That's all I want to do. That's it. Well, you're That's not, how you're not quitting the, the Dynasty League. Oh, That's... I'm out. I'm out. Uh, anyway. So big ups to Zay Jones and Trevor Lawrence, obviously getting that, uh, getting a very, very emotional win over there in Jacksonville. Speaking of emotional wins, I guess these guys have to leave it up for the dramatic and, and get, you know, just, what? Travis Etienne said he's going to play next week. He yeah, he seemed like go. he was all right. I did see that. He got banged up. Uh, what was it, hamstring issue, quad, something lower. Uh, foot. Oh, foot. Okay, so even, well, we'll see about that. These players, they like to come out because their adrenaline rush is kicking. Like, I'm in. Don't even worry about it. They wake up tomorrow, and they're like, yeah, we'll we can't walk. He has, um, he has no say. He really doesn't. He doesn't have any say whatsoever. But anyway, there's also 
one Josh Jacobs. We've been talking about Josh Jacobs for an entire season now because of just how good he's been, how good he's continued to be. The Raiders are a lost cause, obviously, but for the last two weeks, they've made things very interesting as far as their games in specific. Two walk-off wins in a row now for the Las Vegas Raiders, and this one on a massive run by Josh Jacobs. It's so funny. See, if you're on the local front here in New York and New Jersey, they took this game off. The red zone was running out of time. So the red zone's not allowed to play two, uh, one game, one standalone game. So Scott Hansen, who's by the one of the hardest workers in the business right now, said, hey, head on over to your local CBS and watch the end of this game. For guess what, folks? Local CBS was not carrying the Raiders game. So I did not know what was happening with the Raiders game until I was watching a Fox post game. We're talking, you know, Strahan's talking to this guy, Strahan, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden, Howie Long busts out of nowhere. He goes, the Raiders just won in overtime. And I said, what? I had to pull up my NFL ticket just to see it, and there, there goes Josh Jacobs. Now, is Josh Jacobs the guy that you're looking at right now? Because, again, up another 6%, the the whatchamacallit, the, the multiplier, he has a five-time multiplier. So if you're in long-term on Josh Jacobs, something that we noticed when we started this show uh, was that contracts, new contracts will affect your price, with especially with Russell Wilson. I don't know what the heck happened after that, but the rest is history with, with Russ. This guy, he's going to walk, you would assume. And he keeps stacking massive performance after massive performance. Is Josh Jacobs somebody you have to target now simply because he's going to get a contract somewhere? I think he's going to get, I don't know. I do think he's going to eventually get a contract somewhere, but I don't think it's going to be a long-term deal in this offseason. I think he's going to get franchise tagged. He's like a tailor-made spot to get tagged. And honestly, I hate to say this for Giants fans, but him and Saquon are like in the perfect situation for the, well, they're not, but the teams are. Because, you know, like, they both warrant a big payday, but you're also a little hesitant to give them that long-term big payday because the position. You, know, you just don't want to pay a running back. You see, that, not that the Cowboys are paying the price for it, but... They will you know, eventually. Like that's that's going to catch up, The yeah. conversation is, is the, the contract. They could have Amari Cooper. We'll, we'll just say that. Not to make it about that, because it's really not. But the understanding that they've, they've paid Derek Carr and Devontae Adams a ton of money... And they're going to have to pay a running back that much money as well. It looks like they're going to probably tag him. He'll be upset all offseason, and then he'll come in and play, and he'll be fine. I'm not sure the Raiders are going to be fine. I'm not sure Derek Carr will be there next Derek year. Derek Carr, he's outskis. I'm sorry. It's just based off of what I saw last night, <coughs> considering the fact that the Raiders, even with a win, are going to find themselves probably in the top five of the draft. They're not now. If I, I looked, like the, the Raiders are sitting outside the top ten now. No, they're yeah. four and eight, man. Yeah. they were. How many eight. bad teams are in this league? lot clearly <laughs> do, I have to, do i have to start naming them the no same, yeah you know i'll just go see right now hold on uh the raiders are one two three four five from the last in oh they're four and seven so the raiders got a shot at the west no, i'm kidding uh and then three yeah okay so they didn't do themselves any favors yesterday by winning that game well Derek carr is probably looking at that and saying hey i don't want to get bounced out of my this they just tried my boy you yeah. know they're trying to keep it together over there and i would say jacobs gets tagged we shall see. But get in on Jacobs. You know, I, something's going to develop for this guy as far as a contract is concerned. Either if he does get the tag, that's a guaranteed payday. So maybe that also affects his market price as well. So we'll see. One more game to put a bow on week number 12, and that's Monday Night Football. Tonight it goes down. It's not your, uh, it's not the, the sexiest matchup in the world, but it is the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Indianapolis Colts in Indy. Um, a lot to watch for. Obviously, Jeff Saturday's third go at this. Um, 
you know, a lot of people are like, well, you know, we'll see what happens at the end. He's obviously not going to be the coach of the Colts after this season. I cannot see that at all. I don't care how good they play. They have to figure something out. Matt Ryan getting in prime time. Fine. Pickett, was he ruled out? Uh, I don't know if he was ruled out, With a concussion but I'm saying or that he's probably not going to go. That's crazy. So the Mitch Trubisky show comes back and rides into Indianapolis, which, again, not the best look. And not good for anybody. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, in this at this point, I think Pickett's a better prospect, but... Yeah, well, all I'm saying is I would avoid all the Steelers. I mean, is Najee going to get going tonight? Like, or are you in on a Jonathan Taylor? Who's your plays for primetime? I mean, like, I know you're not the best at this. I think Jonathan Taylor's (laughs) been surging a little bit. Yes. And and with Jeff Saturday, I've talked about, you know, that argument he had with Peyton Manning on the sideline is very indicative as to how I think this Colts team is going to be down the stretch. They're going to run the ball. They're going to play to their strengths. And they they have a pretty good secondary. If you look at it, the Colts – pass defense has been pretty good i'm not sure mitch trubisky or kenny pickett's going to be able to create much room there if there would be anybody because he's just a baller it would be pickens deontay johnson it's insane to me how last year in the second half he was averaging like eight yards per catch i haven't i don't know the numbers but just owning him in two leagues it has to be like three yards a catch at this point i think he has like three catches for nine yards a game so <laughs> you got to fade deontay johnson across the board Najee Harris has looked like he's been playing better, but you know there's a little bit of a high expectation on a player like Najee still. So I'm still going short, shorting all the Steelers' offense. I think the Colts should handle this one. It's the second half; it's starting to get cold out, even though it's indoors. The Colts play better in the, in the winter, or the they fall do. for that. They matter. play. They they went on a nice little run last year until it came to an abrupting halt in Jacksonville. I said they play better in the winter, and then I said the fall, and then I realized like, well, the entire football season's in the fall. <laughs> So Mondays they here, play I better drop. when it gets cold, even though they play indoors. Makes no sense. <laughs> Go figure that out. Do your math. Uh, it's just, Monday, er, and I'm nasally. Yeah, you are a little, little nasally, a little nasally. That's okay. Uh, listen, uh, we pass things on. Or we're, we're business partners after all. We just we pass things from back and forth. And it's a office. long holiday with a lot of people. Yes, yes, yes. Right? All right. So, again, we hope everybody enjoyed their holiday weekend. They're four days off. If you had off on Friday, um, obviously, you can do us all a favor, and you can follow Mojo right now. You can do that by heading on over to all the social medias. You got Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, all at Mojo. Join the Discord, which, again, I got involved yesterday. I got to... You know, kind of chime in, see where everybody's playing their playing their cards. They're showing, you know, look, these are the conversations to be had as far as like who you're playing with, who are you, who are you shorting, who are you going long on. This is all in the Discord, so join that right now. I know Tom, our buddy Tom, is is very heavily involved over there. He likes to answer a bunch of questions, so he is like the. Uh, the human resources for the Discord. He is over there just in every single thread I see, Tom. Uh, but anyway, also, uh, yeah, I, I would say also, but just enjoy the the Monday Night Football game as best as you possibly can. Be responsible with your gambling and, and obviously all that stuff that comes with uh, the Mojo market. But I myself uh, found myself up very, very nicely. I You got to take advantage of these multipliers when you have that feeling. And I'm not saying multiply everybody. I'm saying multiply the guys you know that are a constant. I got a multiplier on Mahomes, Hurts, Tua, guys like that I just know that are going to continue to keep keep on keeping on. So Jordan Love. Jordan Love. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. For Dave Starchio and Chris Gucci, this has been another episode of Am the Mojo. Mark, are you doing the heart thing? Jordan Love season. Oh, God. All right. It's my We're first there. time ever trying to do that, by the way. That's an emoji now. You can actually just text somebody that, which is the laziest thing in the world. Just text the heart. Anyway, Dave Starchio, Chris um, What? If it, what? So there's, they're both an emoji. <laughs> 
Why is one lazier than the other? <laughs> We're out of here. We'll see you guys tomorrow morning. Enjoy the football. It's back. We'll go around the league tomorrow and uh, sum up everything. Unbelievable. <laughs>